This is News Talk. One story really dominating the front pages today. The Irish Examiner main story, jail for Garda guilty of course of control. The Irish son, evil Garda, is caged. The Irish Daily Star, monster cop. The Irish Daily Mirror, Garda from hell. This is the evil cop. This is a quote from the Mirror. This is the evil cop who carried out a campaign of vile course of control of his terminally ill partner. And pretty much all of the papers on the front page have a photograph of Dublin-based Garda, Paul Moody, who was uh, who controlled his victim for four years and was jailed yesterday. Justice Minister Helen McEntee praising his victim's courage. And I was listening on the drive-in to Frank Graney our courts correspondent on the hard shoulder here on News Talk yesterday with Kieran, just going through the relentless abuse uh, and the course of control that his victims suffered. Absolutely horrific. As the Justice Minister uh, is quoted as saying on the front of the mirror, to pursue justice when your abuser exploits his position as a member of Angarda Siakona requires strength beyond words. So uh, there's a lot about that particular court case in the papers this morning. We'll stay with Justice Minister Helen McEntee. She's on the front of the Irish Daily Mail, sweeping new laws for cases of sexual violence. The public will be kept out of courtrooms for all sexual offences trials under a series of sweeping reforms concerning rape prosecutions. This is a memo that's going to be brought to Cabinet today and the reforms will make it easier for a jury to test whether an accused person honestly believed they had consent and it will rule out any defence. As we've heard before now uh, that a perpetrator was intoxicated at the time, the excuse of I was drunk or I was high at the time of the offence has been used in the past uh, no longer can be accepted by a jury. So we'll see how that goes and what the Cabinet decides there on strengthening laws on consent and sexual violence. That's also on the front of the Irish Times overhaul of rape laws to focus on issue of consent and really there a person accused having to show that they have an objectively reasonable belief that they had the consent of the person making the accusation. Uh, Other big story in the front of the Irish Times and some of the other papers is this big coalition standoff on the climate targets. It's really down to the wire now. Cabinet meeting this morning, unless they spent, you know, through the night on the phone or they meet very early this morning, doesn't look like there's going to be any resolution on agreeing key climate targets. And the Irish Times says there are fears that failure to find a solution could defer the decision until at least autumn. Because this is the last cabinet meeting before they take a break. So what's going to happen? Coalition leaders and ministers were set to talk into the night and again this morning in advance of a cabinet meeting that's on at 9am. So I don't know, they could be meeting right now to discuss this. One senior figure last night said that the chances of a deal going to cabinet at 9 o'clock this morning were slim. So still a standoff over what the climate target should be for the agriculture sector. Reducing emissions, will it be 22%? Will it be 25%? Will it be 30%? Uh, We just don't know. We shall see. Uh, Other story in the front of the Irish Times, a number of former Irish rugby players are taking a case against the IRFU over claims they suffered serious brain injuries during their playing careers. We've heard this in other parts of the world too. And the case has been taken by Dublin-based solicitors firm Maguire McClafferty LLP. The numbers of individuals involved and the names of those former Irish rugby players haven't 
been disclosed but senior partner Manus McClafferty said there are Irish players involved yes I can tell you that proceedings are prepared and will probably be issued by the end of September I have them ready to go Irish Independent front page staying with legal issues Uh, quite an extraordinary story Irish judges are using Wikipedia as a source for their rulings, a major academic experiment has found, and the Indo says that this is prompting fears that the internet encyclopedia could be manipulated to influence decisions. Because, uh, of course, on Wikipedia you can edit um, biographies or you can edit different things on Wikipedia as in you, ordinary member of the public, can edit them. So if judges are going on looking at Wikipedia to help them with their judgments, probably not best practice. So researchers created 154 articles on Irish Supreme Court decisions, half of which were uploaded to Wikipedia, and they discovered the cases detailed in the uploaded articles were 20% more likely to be cited as precedents in court rulings than cases dealing with similar issues that were not uploaded. And not only did the researchers find that Wikipedia was influencing judges' legal reasoning. An analysis of the language used in judgments found the linguistic fingerprints of the Wikipedia articles. I think what that means is that they're actually quoting Wikipedia in their judgments. Very interesting story there. Irish Independent on the cost of living says the number of people applying for emergency social welfare payments, and this is to cover things like, you know, food, clothes, heating, electricity. Well, the numbers seeking these emergency payments has almost doubled as the cost of living crisis takes hold. More than 10,000 applications for the additional needs payment were submitted in May, nearly 11,000 last month, and in April it was 6,500 applications. So a lot of people feeling that they need emergency payments from the state to help them cover the basics in life. The President's wife is in the paper today, specifically Sabina Higgins, Mrs Higgins, is in the Irish Times because she has written a letter to the Irish Times uh, which the paper says is quite an unusual intervention and the letter is warning that the war between Russia and Ukraine will continue until the leaders of both countries are persuaded to agree a ceasefire and enter negotiations. Now the Irish Times says that this is seen as an unusual intervention but of course Sabina Higgins is a long time anti-war campaigner so it's not that surprising she was prompted it seems to write her letter to the Irish Times because of an editorial that the paper had on the 20th of July and that paper uh, said um, that the war in Ukraine escalating to stand still the editorial described how Russia had signalled an escalation in its war against Ukraine and said the approach of Russian President Vladimir Putin is to play a long game and the article suggested that Western capitals should show they are too in this for the long Hall, but President Higgins' wife Sabina wrote that she was disappointed and dismayed that the editorial did not encourage any ceasefire negotiations that could lead to a peaceful settlement there. So you can read both the letter and the coverage of the letter in the Irish Times. A couple of other stories on much lighter matters for you this morning. In the Irish Sun, we're told that the smell of bacon frying is our favourite fragrance. Some of you might be uh, frying up a few rashers right now, and I'm sure you're enjoying the smell. Half of us put the scent of sizzling rashers on top of our list of favourite scents, uh, followed by piping fresh uh, baked bread, 
48% of us love that. Coffee, rain on the streets and roses complete the top five. Other popular smells that we enjoy really include a wet dog. I don't enjoy the smell of a wet dog. Uh, tennis balls, blue cheese and deep heat. Uh, so some unusual scents there that remind us of our favourite times. My favourite smell is the smell of petrol actually. I love the smell of petrol. Um, final story comes from the Irish Independent and we have a new countdown champion who's actually from Ireland. A civil servant according to the Irish Independent from Dublin who has has a knack for cracking conundrums, solving equations and finding nine-letter words has become a countdown champion, having won all eight of his matches. Edward Byrne from Booterstown uh, is now an octo-champ because he's won eight countdown editions and he's now in a prime position to become only the second Irish person ever to win the series. So congratulations to him. He follows in the footsteps of fellow Dubliner Mark Murray. Mark became the first Irish person of the show. The hope now is that Edward Byrne will become the second. It's not the first time he's been on Countdown, though. He was a contestant in 2014 and he's been dying to go back on ever since and must be very, very intelligent. Some of these TV quiz shows you don't need an awful lot of brains for, but certainly with Countdown, the numbers are so difficult and the conundrum at the end. But no bother to Edward Byrne. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.